Hey cousins, this is Tiff. Today's topic is a little mature for our younger audience. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Jess. And I'm Tiff. And we're your Curious Cousins. Where we talk about everything kooky and spooky in the state of Oklahoma. Welcome to episode 16. Hello, hello, hello. We're going to be doing something a little different this episode. We are. We're not doing listener tale, but we are doing kooky and spooky headlines from around the world. (laughs) Or Oklahoma. Or just the United States. <laughs> I don't think we have any international ones, but hey, a girl can dream. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about making this an, a new thing. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. I wanted to remind the cousins about the Breakfast with Santa over mm-hmm. at the Overholzer Mansion coming up December 10th. Yes. Me and my sister, we have tickets to go with our kids, and we hope a lot of people get tickets we hope that event sells out for them Mm -hmm. we will link it in the show notes where to get tickets but i know you could just head over to the overholzer mansions website and click on i think events or even their facebook page will take you there yeah and uh there's also the festival lights at philbrook yes hurry get your tickets those tickets go fast so make sure if you're wanting to go that you get your tickets now. Yes. And then there's also me and my friend Kimberly mm-hmm. are going to. Hi, Kimberly. <laughs> it's called like, um, sorry, I'm trying to remember the, the whole name. It's like the uh, creepy lights tour of Tulsa. Um, Tulsa Spirit Tours puts it on. So mm-hmm. that uh, we're doing that on the 10th as well. So. Yeah, it'll be fun. Well, yeah, I'm excited. So. I'm excited, too. I think that's I think it. That's it. Yeah. Happy late Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. I hope you guys had a safe and wonderful time with your family. Yes. And friends, if that's where you mm-hmm. do it. So We are very thankful for all of our listeners. We are. Yes. So. And we hope everyone is ready to hop right into this holly jolly season. Yes. I almost <laughs> busted into song, but I refrained. Yes. That's good. That's good. So, Jess, kick us off on a kooky okay, so headline. Some sleuthing that we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, some of these are um, from years ago, but mm-hmm. I mean, the headlines kind of say it all. <laughs> so we'll just see how this goes. If it's not a fan favorite, we'll just see. All right. So my first headline, and uh, I believe this one came from the Huff Huff. Post, Huffington Post, something like that. Yeah. It says, naked man survives frigid night inside guitar case in Oklahoma. What? (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) This came out December 13th, 2013. (laughs) A semi-naked disoriented man was found wandering through an icy remote section of Oklahoma on Tuesday, according to KOTV. (laughs) 
Zachary Adders had set off on a 26-mile walk through the frozen landscape to see a woman. But along the way, he got lost, fell through an iced-over pond, and survived the freezing temperatures by spending the night in a guitar case, the Weather Channel reported. I can't make this up. Where did he get the guitar case? Uh, Maybe he was going to serenade her? I don't know. (laughs) When strangers found him, he was clad only in boxer shorts because his other clothing was frozen solid. The Muskogee Phoenix reported he survived despite temperatures dropping to 10 degrees in Muskogee overnight, according to KOTV. Radio station KRMG, however, said that it was merely a brisk 35 degrees that night. After stumbling around lost, Adder calls for help were heard by a man working on his home. Quote, he kept on asking my husband, please don't let me die. My husband said, man, I'm not going to let you die. They're only on their way to help you. Emily Shamblin said on KOTV, Adders was treated at a hospital and released. Police say that they believe he was under the influence of something when he embarked on his chilly marathon walk. Something, you think? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Way to kick it off, right? Yeah. Whoa, that's a great... <laughs> that's a funny one. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I'm going to do a spooky one. Oh, okay. This um, one is from... KOCO Channel 5 out of Oklahoma City. Okay. And it's UFO over Oklahoma City caught on tape during live TV news broadcast. What? Yes. This article was actually written by Lee Spiegel on March 17th of 2015, but it was updated December 6th of 2017. Oh, so fairly recent. Yeah. A UFO was spotted March 12th during a live morning newscast in Oklahoma City. Shortly after the brightly lit, fast-moving object was noticed on screen, KOCO5 News posted the video on YouTube and asked viewers to offer their opinions of the strange phenomenon. The KOCO news camera that caught the unexplained light was situated on the roof of the Grand Casino in Shawnee, east of Oklahoma City. The 6 a.m. live broadcast was focusing on morning traffic when the bright object streaked through the sky, moving from left to right. Spooky. And then it says, watch this KOCO news report on the incident. In the following composite image of the short UFO flight, it was seen as a streaking, illuminated body. As it moved downward through the frame, it clearly wasn't very high in the sky because it was visible more in the foreground versus the background, passing in front of objects on the ground until it just vanished and the video ended. So we're going to link this video if we can find it. We'll link it in the show notes. Or maybe even post it on our socials. <laughs> this is funny. KOCO posted the video to YouTube with this headline, UFO caught on live TV flying over Oklahoma City. Hmm. The news station solicited comments from viewers. We caught a flying object on KOCO 5 News in the morning at 6 a.m. What's your guess on the object shooting across the sky? <laughs> 
Reports of an unidentified flying object tend to conjure up images of extraterrestrial visitations in the public's mind. Of course, in nearly every case, the phenomenon can eventually be explained away. Other sightings, however, remain unexplained. Ooh. Here's how some of the commenters responded. Okay. Ivano Springerol. I am so I sorry. Ivano Springerol? Springer. I, I'm not even going to try. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ivano. Is that like a fake name? I, Ivana Springerol? <laughs> I, I don't know. Ivano, I'm, I apologize. I butchered your name. We'll cut Where's that. the rest of the video? When it touches the ground, what happens? There is an explosion or not? We want to see original video complete. Bring out the video. <laughs> Bill Griffin said, Did you send a crew out to look in the area where it appeared to touch down or hit? Dave Grind- question. Well, yeah. Dave Grindley said, Looks like a bird or a bat illuminated by the floodlights in the foreground. It's Superman. <laughs> Shady Brady said, <laughs> It appears as if the object is traveling around 150 yards a second. It travels from one end of the highway to the other in less than two. Those cars are easily traveling at around 40 miles per hour. It's not a bird or a bat. It's got booster packs. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that one. Our Lavelli, hopefully I said that right, it seems too fast for a plane, drone, Chinese lantern, balloon, swamp gas, and appears to go directly to the ground without any explosion. Whatever it is, it has mad landing slash breaking skills. I like how they covered like all their bases and the, <laughs> the description of that. <laughs> Stainslav Marek said, that was only light on glass of camera. (laughs) (laughs) There's always one skeptic. (laughs) Jude Stringfellow said, it makes sense to believe that aliens and demons would feel welcome in OKC. (laughs) The following map shows the area where this took place between the Grand Casino and Shawnee. While theories to explain the UFO flowed in from around the Oklahoma City region, KOCO5 reporter Wendell Edwards said the news station looked for some trace of the object on the ground near Shawnee. We didn't find anything, Edwards reported on the air, but I did call the Oklahoma City Astronomy Club, and its president (laughs) told me it is a meteorite, even though it was moving quite fast and was coming in very low. Mm. This is the second time this month that a UFO video was presented online that involved a news organization. At the beginning of March, a video was posted on YouTube claiming to show a disc-shaped UFO flying in the sky above Buenos Aires during a live news broadcast on the Argentina cable news channel, oh gosh, Todo Noticias. Yeah, I don't know. That turned out to be a (laughs) that turned out to be a hoax when the news organization revealed the so-called UFO was never actually seen during the live report. Mm. It had somehow been digitally added by an unknown hoaxer. Uh, Ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. There we go. Well, that was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right, are we ready for the next one? Yes. This is titled. That plastic cop is a real doll. 
What? A doll? That plastic cop is a real doll. And this was written <laughs> on December 6, 2017. Oh, my God. Ada, Oklahoma's cash-strapped oh police. <laughs> I actually have family that live close to Ada. So <laughs> not that I'm saying anything but wrong with that. I'm just saying <laughs> I know this area. Ada, Oklahoma's cash-strapped police department, can't afford another traffic cop. So it has turned to a CPR dummy named Plastic Popo to keep the peace. <laughs> That's what it says. When dressed- Only in Ada, folks. <laughs> Only in Ada. We love you, Ada. When dressed up in a blue police uniform and put behind the wheel of a police car, Plastic Popo looks enough like a human officer to get speeding drivers to slow down. <laughs> Quote, we can't keep people in every neighborhood that they complain about speeders, but we can put that car there and let it sit all day and it will slow people down, end quote. Ada Police Chief Mike Miller told News9.com, but just because Popo isn't real doesn't mean he can't be hurt on the job. His car was recently (laughs) hit head on and had to be towed off for repairs. Oh my He was 10 or 12 feet off the shoulder and a drunk driver came along and took out the car, Miller said, <laughs> according to Newsaw6.com. Well, better a cop car with a dummy that, in it than an actual true. That's person. That's true. That's true. Especially with a drunk driver. That's true. Once the police department gets another patrol car. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't afford another police officer, but now you have to get a new car. I maybe right? I guess insurance probably pay for it. Well, I mean, still, though, (laughs) Miller said Plastic Popo will be back inside the patrol car enforcing the speed limit without eating donuts. Ada isn't the city using vape cops to enforce traffic laws. Officials in, okay, I'm probably going to butcher this. Officials in Bangalore, India, have set up cardboard cops (laughs) at busy intersections in hopes drivers will see them, think they are real, and slow down to avoid a ticket. It it works great. Wouldn't it be funny if they were like cutouts of like, uh, what is it? The Chips guys from the 1970s cop show or Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, yeah. Well, this says (laughs) it works great, dot, 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 except in rainstorms. In a rainstorm. (laughs) Ada, you didn't disappoint. No, they never do. All right. So here's one. Jeremy Anderson trashes apartment after meeting homosexual demon. Um, say that one more time. <laughs> homosexual demon causes man to trash apartment. I don't know if I should be offended by this or... This is by Sebastian Murdoch on October 28th, 2013. An Oklahoma City man who told police he met a homosexual demon trashed his apartment and started a fire, according to police. Hmm. Jeremy Jarnell Anderson, 22, had a violent meltdown last Wednesday at his home. Police restrained him after receiving reports of a person going ballistic, KFOR reported. A witness told officers that Anderson's face was bloody when he kicked a heavy apartment door off its hinges. He then allegedly poured soap and salt all over himself while breaking glass and other objects. Oh, no. Anderson was reportedly yelling at officers from his front porch as he threw furniture through his apartment door and broke windows. Oh, my gosh. I don't 
think this is a demon. I think drugs may be involved. This was a mental health break. It could be. When talking to Anderson failed, officers used a taser on him. The suspect ripped the barbs out of his skin and said it had no effect on him, KOKH reported. Maybe there is a demon. That sounds painful. I know. The mayhem didn't stop there. Anderson allegedly demanded that the officers put down their weapons so he could fist fight them. What? A short time later, officers reported seeing smoke billowing from his apartment. Anderson said he was cooking the Bible because he is a Satanist, according to a police report. When officers finally subdued him and he took him to the hospital, Anderson told them he met a possessed homosexual demon who wanted drugs from him and performed sexual acts on him, according to KDVR. I am offended for people right now you kidding me he said he wasn't gay just high and when he came to his senses he couldn't believe he let the male demon touch him he told police he had done nothing wrong and he was just remodeling his home Uh, a short time later officers say anderson admitted he needed to be on medication sounds about right Mm -hmm. he was arrested and charged with first degree arson that's it I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> oh, yikes. That was a doozy. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even want to try and pick that one no, apart. No, <laughs> Shall we continue? Yes, yes, please. <laughs> okay, this is called Five Oklahoma Crime Stories That Are Just Plain Weird. Oh. This was written by James Meeks, and it was published on October 29th, 2014. Okay. Sometimes the reason behind criminal acts is just plain weird, or <laughs> the way people go about breaking the law is just so weird and bizarre that it's laughable. <laughs> Here are some of the weirdest crime stories that happened in Oklahoma. Oh, jeez. Number one, calling 911 for sexy time. <laughs> The 911 dispatchers are bored. In 2012, Clyde Hobbs of Oklahoma City was arrested for calling 911 for talking dirty to the operators. You think? Oh my god. This wasn't the first time. What? (laughs) This wasn't the first time Hobbs had been arrested for the stunt, as he has been arrested three times for this very reason. Oh my god. So not only has he done this before. He's done it three times oh before. God. Oh, man. Number two. This got to be in Tulsa. No. Oh, no. Meth lab in Walmart bathroom. I don't know. That could really be anywhere in Oklahoma. Alicia Halfmoon of Tulsa. Oh, never there mind. it is. Couldn't afford I to buy. stand corrected. Yeah. Alicia Halfmoon of Tulsa couldn't afford to buy the ingredients to make a batch of methamphetamine. So rather than attempt to steal the material she needed, Halfmoon brought everything to a bathroom at the back of the store ew, to ew, cook a batch. Ew, ew. <laughs> Have you ever been in a Walmart bathroom? I don't go in public restrooms if I can help it. I mean, only in emergencies, <clears throat> honestly. But man... Especially not after this. After six hours, the store reported her to police on suspicious behavior where cops entered the bathroom. She was in the bathroom for six hours? 
I would definitely find that suspicious. Um, yeah. After six hours, the store reported to police on suspicious behavior where cops entered the bathroom and caught Half Moon mixing chemicals and arrested her for possession and obtaining a drug <laughs> using a forged or altered prescription. She, she was just playing with her chemistry That's set. bold. Right. <laughs> and desperate. Oh, my gosh. Number three. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Diaper-wearing man what? fakes being autistic, oh. which is oh. horrible. Okay, I already hate this guy. Mark Anthony Richardson Jr. of Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. What is going on? That is all I have to say. It's wild there. (laughs) Mark Anthony Richardson Jr. of Oklahoma City wore diapers and faked being autistic to get female babysitters to take care of him. Richardson's con was revealed when he touched the breast of one of his caretaker's daughter, who was 18 at the time. Oh, yeah. Don't like this guy. Yeah. He was arrested arrested for indecent exposure and put in prison for three years. Richardson must also register as a sex offender yeah. and put on probation after his release. Oh my god. That's just horrible. That is wrong on so many counts. Yes. Oh like, my gosh. Not only are you harassing and assaulting women who are your caretakers, you're impersonating a person who is autistic, which that is not, I mean. It's not even funny. That's not funny at all. Oh, that's just Disgusting. I'm sorry. That well, I laughed in the beginning because it said using. I laughed in the beginning because I saw the diaper wearing man. Right. And I immediately was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Ugh. But I did not mean to make light of the autistic thing. But no. That's just, that's just gross and disgusting. Yeah. Horrible. Number four, using mayo as shampoo. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard using stuff like that is kind of is good for your hair or something. Well, I, I there's got to be more to it, right? There has to be. I hope so. Okay, let's see. <laughs> this story is actually recent as it happened in September 2014. Okay, not recent. No, okay. <laughs> when this was written, I guess. George Perez was arrested for causing a public disturbance at Bricktown in Oklahoma City. <laughs> When police found Wild Perez, <laughs> when police found Perez, he was bathing in a public fountain, washing his hair with mayo. He was, <laughs> he was charged with disturbing the peace and bathing in public. Or I'm sorry, bathing in a public fountain, which is prohibited in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Isn't that prohibited anywhere in Oklahoma? I mean, one place in the where it's. I mean. I you guess. can't do it in Oklahoma City, but you can do it in Edmond. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really don't know. I doubt you could do it Okay, in number five. This is the last one of this little section. The Binky Bandit. Uh-oh. Another strange story that happened on September 2014 in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, I think you win. <laughs> you win. <laughs> okay, this is the story of the Binky Bandit. The story went viral as it showed a man sucking on a pacifier as he robbed a man at gunpoint, taking money and his car. He was found and arrested in mid-October for robbery charges. This one is from October 6, 2022. Oh, so recent, recent. Yes, by Austin Brissetti. Brissett? I don't Brissett, Brissetti. From KFOR. Okay. Man accused of sexual assault in Oklahoma Halloween store. So, oh. this one's not funny. No. Kind of hate this guy because why are you going to take something fun like Halloween and make it traumatizing for someone? Right. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma City police have identified a man accused of a reported sexual assault at a Metro Halloween store in late September. He was identified after a Facebook post by the Oklahoma City Police Department was shared over 2,000 times. He's accused of a crime that reportedly occurred inside a Halloween store in the Oklahoma City Outlet Mall. According to a police report, the the man was wearing a long-haired black wig, a pearl necklace, a red corset, and a black pantyhose when the incident happened. Okay. His outfit's a little funny. Yeah. I'm okay. just trying to picture it in my mind. <laughs> so, no. See the guy from Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show? <laughs> yeah. KFOR went to the business to get details, but were pointed to their regional manager. I will tell you that we are investigating it ourselves. I know the police are as well. The regional manager told KFOR over the phone. We're trying to cooperate as much as we can. Other than that, the business declined to comment. In a Facebook post, a family member of the victim claimed the man lured their disabled family member. No. I hope this guy gets an infected toenail, ingrown toenail, and I hope he stubs it every day. Oh, man. Claimed the man lured their disabled family member to a back corner of the store and sexually assaulted her. (gasps) Several details of the incident are unclear at this time. It should be emphasized that these are currently only allegations. No one has been arrested. If that's true, I hope Mm -hmm. you're infested, infected, ingrown toenail. Festers. Festers, and I hope you stub it every day. That's just wrong. Yes. Ugh. All right. So this is... There's a cricket in here. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> this is the last one. Cat sex crazy Oklahoma woman threatens neighbor by David Knowles, New York Daily News, July 17, 2013. Not all oh, crazy boy. cat ladies are created equal. A man in Oklahoma City told police his neighbor, Christina Michelle Brown, threatened him with a knife after Brown claimed the man revealed she had sex with a cat. Before phoning police, Elmer Morrison, 72, saw 23-year-old Brown standing by a fence separating their properties holding a silver pocket knife. Oh, God. Quote, come outside. I know you are in there. Brown yelled at Morrison, according to a police report posted online by the smoking gun. <laughs> Quote, do That's you want to die? What? Mm-hmm. Interviewed by police, Brown said that she was angry at Morrison, quote, because of what he did to me, unquote. Asked to elaborate, Brown said, because everyone knows I had sex with my cat <laughs> and everyone knows. The arresting officer described Brown's comments as, quote, very random and said <laughs> they, quote, pertained nothing to the subject at hand. Sounds like there's another issue going on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> When pressed over whether Morrison had any role or knowledge about the sexual relationship with the feline, Brown <laughs> recounted her claim and said her neighbor, quote, does not know about what she did with the cat. She is just mad at him and wants him to die. Good God. Those are some strong words. <laughs> For real. Brown was charged with assault and battery with a deadly weapon. She's being held at the Oklahoma County Jail in lieu of $5,000 bail. When told about Brown's accusation regarding her cat, Morrison seemed surprised. This is news to me, Morrison said. 
missing part of the story there and folks that is our kooky and spooky headlines <laughs> i got one more oh you do yeah oh i'm sorry just over here just kidding april fools this this is kind of a good one okay a good one to end on if you're like me um i now have a new book in my amazon cart <laughs> always local creatives combine on book about ghost who prefers thanksgiving over halloween <laughs> this is by jimmy trammell on october 28th of 2022 okay henry hates halloween is a new book from local creators samantha ryan and Brittany wardlow henry is ready for thanksgiving Local artist Brittany Wardlow and author Samantha Ryan released the illustrated children's book, Henry Hates Halloween. Despite being a ghost, Henry hates one thing the most, and there's no in-between. Henry hates Halloween. (laughs) What is Henry to do as the only ghost who hates Halloween? He goes through the motions of Halloween to get to his favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. The book marks the first Wardlow and Ryan collaboration. The story began with the idea of a ghost who dreaded fall and the coming spooky season. (laughs) It's a fun idea to think of Henry opposing all of these classic ghost ideas and just pushing through it to get to his real favorite time of the year, Thanksgiving, Ryan said. Wardlow, talking about her illustrative style, said, I enjoyed the creative task of conveying his emotions with minimal detail. He's endured Halloween for so many years that now he's just entirely over it. Ah. Ryan is a Tulsa-based writer. Her short stories have won writing competitions, and she has been published online with Screen Rant. Unlike Henry, she's always loved Halloween and all things creepy. In her free time, she makes desperate attempts to keep her plants alive. Me too, girl. Yeah, Me too. Carry on that one. Wardlow is an artist from Tulsa, a collector of new skills. She enjoys cosplay and artistic creation of any kind. For her day job, she teaches jujitsu. The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble beginning October thirty first. Fun. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Well, those were some... disturbing. (sighs) (laughs) Very kooky and spooky and crazy headlines. Hopefully these people got all their comeuppance. For real. (laughs) Well, if you guys have any crazy headlines that you've come across, send them our way. At CuriousCousinsOK at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our socials like Instagram at Curious Cousins OK, or on Facebook at Curious Cousins OK Podcast. Or you could just like, follow, and subscribe on all of your major podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. Leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Yes. And Jess, tell them what to keep it. Keep it kooky and spooky. But not this kooky and spooky. Right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.